This is an extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast of a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. The next piece is review um, the 2022-23 audit timeline. Thank you, Um, Madam President and trustees. Every month of the year is budget month for Ms. Minnick, and she is coming uh, forward to share with you. Uh, I appreciate uh, our faithful finance committee. Uh, who meets uh, every month, and they reviewed this uh, last week in our finance committee meeting. Uh, This season of the year, it started uh, several months ago, uh, we really are preparing for and launching and participating in the audit. So trustees, I will share with you that we've seen uh, those uh, human beings around this building the last a few days, and they are here to be with us uh, to conduct that audit. Uh, The outcome of all of this work over these months is that you will receive trustees a full audit of our fiscal uh, well-being, our financial audit, uh, at that board meeting just before Thanksgiving. It's the November board meeting. Um, But between now and then, there's a lot more work to be done. Uh, so Ms. Minnick is going to just update you briefly on what that next uh, series of actions looks like to get ready for our November audit. Ms. Minnick. Thank you, Dr. Swift. Thank you for that introduction. Uh, as we pull up the timeline of the audit, I'll start by saying that the audit, while it is going on currently, the actual audit work by the auditors, the audit is on our mind throughout the school year, throughout our fiscal year. Uh, we will see on this timeline that there are steps that occur from spring all the way through the holiday seasons. So this is a representative timeline of this current fiscal year. You could apply a similar timeframe, spring, April, June, and so forth to other years. Uh, But the audit season, if you will, typically kicks off in the spring when we review and we confirm with our auditors exactly what the audit engagement will entail. So they issue to us an engagement letter um, in April that demonstrates exactly what the expectations of the audit are. And then, of course, a pre-audit letter tells, uh, sets forth exactly what are the district's responsibilities and what are the auditor's responsibilities. The financial statements are the district financial statements. The auditors audit that work that constitute the financial statements. I meant, I'm sorry, I skipped right over the single audit. When we meet in the spring, we discuss with the auditors what might the audit entail this year? What types of new grants or federal funds or state aid or different types of funding and transactions might be going on in that current year? Uh, You might remember uh, we received a lot of federal COVID monies. Oftentimes there might be a change in some legislation around um, the meal program or Head Start or what have you. So we we said about outlining kind of the the types of things that are going to be focused on, and it's an opportunity for us to ask any technical accounting questions. So the single audit revolves strictly, though, around federal grant monies. School districts are required to have a single audit if they receive more than $750,000 in federal funds. We receive more than that, so we are subject to a single audit. The audit partner check-in and audit team check-in in June Uh, That means that in in June, as we uh, approach the audit, 
I'm meeting with that audit partner to talk about high-level technical accounting pieces, and I'm striving to understand what types of uh, areas are they going to be focused on? What, what are those federal grants that they're going to be testing as part of that single audit? And when I say testing, they're testing those transactions to be sure that they are accurate, that the transaction is complete, meaning that all elements of revenues or expenditures or what have you are recorded. And so we're looking for accuracy, completeness, but they're also testing our internal controls. That's a significant piece of this audit. And an internal control is a step or a process or a procedure that both might prevent something or detect something. So something that might detect fraud or might prevent human error, um, those kinds of things. So they take a look at that internal control structure and they evaluate it. So during those check-ins, I'm talking with the audit partner, the finance team is talking with the audit team that comes out day to day to do that work. Uh, so we're always connecting and understanding the types of things that they're looking for. Uh, as Dr. Swift mentioned, they're, they're here in the building, and uh, those days are busy. We are running back and forth, delivering documents, retrieving documents, what have you. Um, and then as we approach uh, August, we have a conversation between our audit partner and our board treasurer. It's similar to a private corporation where the auditors might report to a, an audit committee of the board. In our instance, in K-12, there's a conversation that ensues there. And it's just an opportunity where the district is not privy to that conversation, uh, but they might have an opportunity to point out points of concern, uh, just questions they might have about the audit process, uh, any issues they want to bring up or discuss at that time. And the auditor uh, will ask questions of the board, I understand, as well, uh, of the board treasurer as it as relates to those transactions, perhaps the monthly reports that we offer and those kinds of things. In the uh, July, August, September timeframe, we are closing that general ledger for the fiscal year. We work throughout the summer uh, to close the books. So what does that mean? That means that once the fiscal year ends on June 30th, we might still receive invoices in July for purchases that were made in June that need to be paid. So even though that transaction of paying that bill happens in July, it belongs on the books for June. That pertains to revenue as well. We receive our state aid 11 months out of the year through August. So we're still receiving our state aid for last year here uh, in July and August. So those receipts need to be accrued back to the prior year onto the books for fiscal 23. And that doesn't sound like a whole lot, but there is a lot of work that happens in our district. There's innumerable uh, transactions that take place, and it's accounting for such things as inventories and depreciation and a number of other things that go on in the district. So that work happens throughout July, August, and September, and during that summer time frame then, we begin our preliminary audit field work during the midpoint of July, and the auditors will visit us. They'll be on site for about a week, just doing some of that preliminary work get some things out of the way. They might do some preliminary testing of payroll and vendor transactions and grants and make sure that we did proper bids for things that we've purchased. They'll take a look at our bond work, the ways that we bid that work out or our RFPs and our contracts. So they do some of that high-level work that will inform more of their work as they come back on site currently. So I have a big blue arrow there because the day we met with the Finance Committee, it was just that day before that the auditors launched actual field work of the audit. So uh, for many years, we've uh, commenced the audit the day after Labor Day, 
and they are with us on site for about two to three weeks, depending on the volume or things that uh, they may be finding. And even after they leave our building, we're still working uh, remotely with them. That was even before uh, technology by phone. Uh, there's always an exchange of information even after they leave our site as we wrap up those financial statements and the audit. So the fieldwork uh, continues uh, through the fall, September, October, even right up to the last hours before the audit report is due. Uh, but then in November, there's a number of things that happen in November. Uh, first of all, the district is responsible for submitting our audit reports and our entire financial database to the state of Michigan. And the state of Michigan then uses that data from districts across the state to compile such information as the Bulletin 1011, Bulletin 1014. Uh, you might be aware of districts that host information on their websites around um, transparency measures around uh, operating expenditures. We have those on our, on our websites. Um, and so the, the state will take that data and formulate a number of reports across the state with that information. And then we uh, submit the FID, that's our financial information database upload. And then of course it all culminates in an overview and briefing for uh, the finance committee and then for the full board that presentation that's planned for November 15th of this year where the auditors will present to the board and the community the results of that audit, the compiled financial statements and any concerns that uh, they ran into during the course of the audit. So the audit really lasts uh, most months of the year, nine months out of the year. Uh, and so in this district, it's always budget season, it's always audit season, and we're always on our toes uh, to be sure that we are accounting for our financial transactions, both accurately, comprehensively, that we are detecting and preventing human error, uh, computer error, uh, garbage in, garbage out, right? So we are always on our toes, and that is our job in the finance department. So I'm very proud of our team. Uh, they do a terrific job. Um, we often run counter-cyclical to our school year. Uh, when most people uh, may be exiting for the summer, that's when we really dig in. And so I'm very proud of our finance team uh, for the work that they do. Uh, but I'm happy to take any questions you may have on that audit timeline. Thank and Ms. Minnick, I've failed. I intended to say a great shout out to the finance team whom I've seen uh, over the summer just really breaking a sweat as they always do. Uh, to get the work done. Like you say, when other folks are vacationing, they are working harder. So thanks to the team. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast, featuring a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Please subscribe to our podcast to hear Superintendent Swift talk about important AAPS issues and more. You can find out more about AAPS at a2schools.org.